The Bob Rivers Show on 95.7 KJR. This is one of the greatest live at Bob's Garage recordings. It was one of the most fun ever to have with the kids because Collective Soul was at the top of the charts. And they came over to our house and nice guys. And they started just playing catch with my kids. And if you've ever seen me play catch or you're going to see me throw out the pitch to the Mariners game, you know. That uh, really someone should be hired to play catch. You throw like kids. a girl, Bob. <laughs> yeah, throw a little bit like a girl. Hey, hey, be nice Actually, to girls. no, I don't want to offend girls. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> some ladies so, can really throw. Uh, but anyway, we have pictures of Keith and Andrew out in the backyard. Oh shoot, what was the lead singer's name? Ed uh, Roland is the uh, main uh, yeah, guy. For great guy. Soul. We have pictures of him uh, throwing the ball to Keith, and uh, and then they came into the house and recorded this version of their hit. Breathe live at Bob's Garage. Live in Bob's Garage. Don't crank that lawnmower while we're playing. Go. Give a little love. 
That's Collective Soul, and here was the big hit. This one's called Shine.
Funniest things I forgot totally about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, who is that? That going, sounds familiar. Going yeah. back for the yes. Yep. Yep. What's funny is that um, this is pre-Spike and the Impalers. Good morning, everybody. 95.7 KJR. Bob Rivers along with Spike and Joe and Jody and everybody. And uh, we'll get to all that. But uh, pre-Spike and the Impalers, sort of the germ of the idea was Spike was just this incredible musical talent and sometimes these bands would come in like Foghat and they didn't have anybody to sing the high part. And they would just mosey along and do their shows. And Spike, Spike would, uh, this is how it would usually go, right? You would lean into me at some point during the recording session and go, uh, Bob? Uh, hey, there's, a, there's a part missing that they're not doing because it's, it's live and that's from the, from the record. The part that everybody knows. Of the... Yeah. And, and you were like, I could, I could sing that part. And then I'd be in this weird space where, you know, we have the celebrity artist there, and I wouldn't want to offend him. Like, yeah, we got our stunt boy over here. Got to sing your song because you guys can't sing it because you can't say it that way. No, no, that's not the way. (laughs) So what I would generally say is, uh, hey, you know, Spike over here is a pretty good singer. And uh, if you want someone to, would it be okay if he sang that high part? And really, I think every single time, whether it was Foghat, Collective Soul, or whoever else, uh, Randy Bachman, they would they would say, yeah, man, join in. Because most of these guys, if they were cool enough to come to Bob's Garage, they were not pretentious to begin with, right? I don't think we had a single person say no. They all no. loved the idea. That was the, so much fun, man. And, um, I mean, we had some weird people. We have some weird stories. Godzilla, or uh, Godzilla, Blue Oyster Cult came through, and I'm doing with the, you know the part of Godzilla, the song? Yeah. Ring the moon to the good day. Ring the moon to the good day. Go to the moon to the good day. Go to the moon to the good day. Yeah. They're like, wow, this guy's Okay. They didn't know whether to call security, but they couldn't afford security anymore because they were just playing the firehouse. This is before casinos. Oh, man, what a time. Collective Soul was Shine. And yeah. And what? Why didn't he sing that? He just left it blank, right? At I first. think that was a personal favor to us that he lost to that. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, they, he would have normally. He yep. Yeah. It's not that hard. A, <laughs> solid, yep. solid question from text. Yes. Uh, and by the way, folks, we're, we're into the home stretch now. Three shows to go. I'm, I'm halfway between laughing and crying every minute of every day. I don't know how you all are doing. Same. A uh, lot of wonderful, wonderful emails. 24-7. I'm reading every one of them, and you people are fantastic. Uh, and uh, so any question, nothing's off limits. We're going to have some uh, fun guests, but uh, rather than just interview them, we're basically assuming they're all potential replacement hosts for me. So we'll have you know them just work their way into the show. 
Uh, yes, go ahead. What do you got on text? Texter says, so how is it that Bob was able to get all these artists to come and record in his garage? It's a legitimate question. It is a legitimate question. And the answer is really simple. And I'll tell you how they all stopped recording in my garage, too. Approximately 15, 20 years ago, there was no live music scene like there is today. The uh, tribal casinos had not yet figured out that they could revive the careers of all of our classic favorites and that they could provide incredible venues uh, around their gaming and that it would be wonderful business. So a lot of these bands, and I don't want to say this badly, well, they were either up and coming. We used to say this, right? We either get them on the way up. You either get the baby bands or you get the uh, the old old guys, basically. Or on the, the way two. down. Yeah. On the way up or on the way down. And yeah. the baby bands we would get because we worked for an active rock station that would play their record. And it's like, you want that filter record, uh, I mean, played a little extra. Oh, yes. Hey, man. We'll, nice shot. We'll do a uh, live version and we'll play the heck out of it. And they're like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that good. would be great. And, they would, and then our program director would say, and you're going to go out to Bob's garage and you're going to set up in the garage. And at first they would freak out, but then we said, hey, you know, we've got a Pro Tools set up yeah. in the room above the garage, and it'll, it'll actually sound good. And where were you living at this point? Uh, I was living in a little cul-de-sac neighborhood in North Bend. Oh, still in North Bend, okay. Oh, yeah. I, pretty much, I moved to West Seattle for a while, and I almost took. Yeah. But I bounced back. To, right, right. To but it was a garage. It was a two-car garage, and uh, they mostly set up in the garage. I remember the Blue Oyster Cult, which we should play later this morning because that was the first one. I think Buck had to go play in the bathroom. He had to isolate his, his, isolate. his guitar was so loud it was bleeding over the drums. Yeah, and that so was, we had to stick him in the bathroom. One and that time. was how we did it, by the way. We stuck different people in different rooms, like the vocalist would be in one room. And I remember the guy from Filter. He was the closest to difficult that we had in terms of a prima donna. Yeah. And I mean, here they are. I don't know where Filter is today. They're nothing today. Aww. Jody always with a diplomatic answer. <laughs> <laughs> here to answer. Um, but I mean, you know, at the time they had this song, Hey Man, Nice Shot, and it was a big song. And the guy came in with a kind of an attitude. He actually didn't like, he thought he was playing in a real garage yeah. that was going to be just... You know, uh, auto parts, sleds hanging on the wall, mm. <laughs> and he wanted it to be crappy sound. He thought it was going to be someone standing with a tape recorder and a stereo a microphone. And of course, I've always recorded stuff better than that because of Twisted Tunes. So, so he was like, ah, you know, like, this isn't a garage. And I, I'm like, well, I'm sorry to disappoint you that it's going to be better quality and help your career more than you thought it would. Like And so right off the bat, obviously, you can see I'm totally understanding him. Of course. And so he ended up saying, I, sa I said, can you go into this uh, isolation room, into the vocal booth? And he said, no. He didn't want to go into the booth. And so he walked outside. Remember, it was a dark night with stars. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'll go outside. And we ran a microphone cable outside with a pair of headphones for him. Oh, God. That was, uh, working alternative music, these baby bands were always the worst. Were they bad? It was yeah. always the guys who had like one. You could have Sting or Bono walk through, and they're the nicest, be unassuming, yeah. asking yeah. for nothing and appreciative and nice to everyone, talk mm -hmm. to everyone. Yeah. But it was always the dudes 
from Cleveland, like filter with Filters one hit, right. one hit, yeah, one hit, one hit, Oneater, and they're like, "We're the Bagels, we're here." <laughs> and working in alternative radio, I had so many run-ins with bands like this, and mm. they're so annoying. I should, uh, I should amend my earlier statement. Filter is still together, although some people have dropped off and some people have added on. They are together. They're someone based, texted. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it just to make oh. sure. They just put out an album in 2013. When I say that they're no more, I mean they're not getting any critical acclaim and nobody cares about them anymore. They still exist. So, But they can tour. Bands tour with one and a half hits. Yeah. And Hey days. Man, Nice Shot was one of their hits, but the big radio hit was uh, Take a Picture. Remember that one? I never heard that. Me neither. No. Yeah, that was later. Old. That was after... Uh, that was later in their career. I think. They, okay. had, they had one more. They had one more. What Good the, for them. What they do now is they'll take like Filter and the Spin Doctors and the Screaming Cheetah Wheelies or whatever. Right. All these bands that were of that they era. They put them all in a festival. throw six of them on yeah. the stage yes. and try to get you to come out. And I like that. Hey, you know what? I got to tell you, as a guy who's um, playing in two bands now and that's going to be my primary gig, I love that you don't have to be the big stars. Right to actually make a little bread doing music because, you know, there's there's something for everybody out there. We we were on the bill recently with Night Ranger, and I could only remember one song, Sister Christian, but then someone mentioned another song, and Don't Tell Me You Love Me. Yeah. I and don't want to know. Someone mentioned a third one, and then everybody ran out of ideas. Well, make no mistake, <laughs> you're in a band with big stars. Heart by Heart is a band with big stars. You got two Rock and Roll Hall of Fame members, and if there was any doubt how big Heart by Heart is, it was confirmed as on my drive into work this morning. What do you mean? I heard a, a commercial featuring Heart by Heart uh, for the Taste of Edmonds, and it's uh, it was on AM radio. It wasn't produced by us. I'm not sure who produced it, but mm. it's the Taste of Edmonds. You've got to be there, and it says with Heart by Heart, and there's like this fanfare, <laughs> and then it, and then it says. And clowns. And clowns. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it says, and Spike and the Impalers. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jeff will hate oh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm glad I didn't do that. It's heart by heart, clowns, and then Spike you and the Impalers. You got billed after clowns? Yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. Is that Maybe they're talking about you. <laughs> maybe. But, uh, well, you're going to be, uh, I mean, you know that there's going to be massive love. And but after the fun in the sun, <laughs> yeah. there'll be elephant ears. Let's get one of the clowns. Animals. Let's get one of the clowns to introduce Spike and the Impalers. Stickers yeah. for the kids. Oh, no. uh, this is, by the way, Saturday, 4 o'clock. This will be the right after the show, 4 o'clock, Taste of Edmonds. Uh, in the beer garden, where there's nothing grows in the beer garden, by the way. I don't know. What, why do they call it a beer garden? Uh, this goes back to Germany. Does it? Yeah. yeah. You, would, beer garden? you sit no. outside. The beer garden, G-A-R-D-E-N, is uh, where you're sitting outside drinking the big old... You know, like the Steins. You just yeah, the big Steins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't have Steins. I mean, the, uh, there'll be a couple of sad clowns uh, drinking a Bud and a Bud Light, right? That's the plan. Oh, clowns. <laughs> These are my people. What are you yeah. talking about? There will be, there will be clowns. I was promised. Okay. Clowns. Oh, there will be clowns. There will be clowns. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, I'm showing up for those clowns. Blood <laughs> animals for the kids. All right. Did they, they didn't play any heart by heart music, did they? No, no, they didn't play any music, but oh. they they did make it pretty clear that heart by heart's going to be great, right. and they are. I, I, it's man, if you haven't seen that band, and I'm not saying it just because you're in it. I mean, thank you very much. The uh, Hempfest, I'm really looking forward to, and of course, heart by heart is Taste of Edmonds right after Spike and the Impalers at six thirty. 
on the main stage. And uh, what else? Oh, and, and they, those guys will be in this morning. We will play a couple of songs. I got a picture yesterday from our photographer who is here in the studio. Daryl Westmoreland. Uh, boy, has he photographed every rock star there ever was. Probably more than anybody in the world. Definitely more than anybody in the Northwest. Pedro photographed, uh, posted a photograph of our show when we first came to town. And it was me, Spike, and some people thought it was Joe, but it was actually uh, Sean Donahue, mm -hmm. our first co-host who was here. And I had a mullet. Uh, you had a very serious 80s hair situation. Yeah. You had feathered Farrah Fawcett hair is what you had. Is that what it was? Yeah, but... I don't even know what it was. I wasn't even bothered by your hair so much as I was bothered by this clown with his mustache. Little be clowns! And he looked crazy. <laughs> That's I, sad. I sent that one over to your Facebook page. I know, and I, I was know. like, seriously with this? You had that mustache? That's great throwback picture. Oh, my God. It is amazing. Polo stash. Thank you. Oh, no. That is yeah, not a porn that's, stash. That's tragic, really. Tragic. We were really, uh, we really should have been stopped with the apple maggots at the border yes. back then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's no doubt about well, it. Well, that was, that was pre-Melissa. That was before I met my lovely wife-to-be. Got a hairdresser. And she said, you have got to stop cutting your hair like yes. that. Yes. By the way, Melissa came in, and she was like one of our Meet Every listeners. Yeah. And she came in and basically saw uh, Spike as a fixer-upper, groom me project. Yes, with that mustache and oh, that yeah. crazy smile. You look crazy, dude. She was uh, right on it. And our friend Sean Donahue passed away. He uh, is actually, if you see that picture on Facebook, a legendary radio um, figure in a sense. His dad considered to be the first FM jock in San Francisco, the founder of Album Radio was Tom Donahue, um, and he's on that uh, Ramones record, Rock and Roll Radio. Yep, this is Rock, rock and, and Roll, Roll Radio. Radio. That's his dad. Sean came here. Um, it didn't stay very long. It was a rather, um, it was a rather weird situation. We got to remember, I went right into rehab. Yeah. Uh, and if anybody wants to know all of this, you know, look me up somewhere. See our, find me our, sitting around book. a table somewhere, and yeah. I'll tell you the story. It's in our book, Send in the Clowns. Send in the Clowns. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here comes one now. <laughs> hey, handsome. <laughs> it's half past six. Uh, in studio, uh, and by the way, as for, for all I know, John Maynard, who's sitting down. I have a seat, John. <laughs> Thank you. Of the uh, Robin and Maynard program, famous, uh, one of the most famous and really talented uh, Seattle radio, radio figures of all time. Sits in now uh, as the ne newest member of our show. Everybody gets a you know a shot. Yeah, and uh, as and maybe, long as it's only one day, because well, I'm not getting up again. I'll tell you that. We were talking the other day. I was like, uh, "Hey, do you want to take over?" Because Spike and Joe, look, look, the holly hair colors right. They, I know he's a he's a fit, healthy he's guy. Like Roll him right in there, and he's very funny. He's acerbic. Mm -hmm. He'll uh, definitely. I mean, if you're missing me. I think he can deliver. We we will miss. Don't 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 kid yourself. We will miss you. Are you fond of bees, blueberries, or hiking? Yeah, I'll go with that. Damn it. Sure. <laughs> Next. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, John Maynard, uh, welcome. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you? Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. I've always said I would not. I wouldn't get up for the resurrection if it was across the street. But here I am. <laughs> I'm here for you, Bob. Well, this is what we talked about yesterday. Like, uh, John. Um, hates mornings and even though uh, you and robin were one of the biggest morning shows in the history of this market it was never because you liked it okay you, you kind of have to wonder if we were so big 
where are we now? Are we now? <laughs> well, well oh. that's that's charming. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but where am I now? Well, you know, I I think you kind of missed the boat because mm. if uh, I were you, what mm. I would have done because you have the luxury of what do you have two weeks to say goodbye? Yeah, two more days. I would have gone to every morning show in town, and so to tell you what, I will retire. And avoid being your competition if you pay me so much. You could have oh, gotten protection money. You could have gotten a cool hundred grand from Kent Allen. <laughs> Where were you a month ago with this? That's brilliance? a fantastic. Yeah. 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 Well, I uh, I did think of that. Uh, oh, you did. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Yes. I think of all kinds well, of terrible you don't things. Need me, do you? No, no, no. I think of them and then I go, that would be terrible. Uh, and so, and then I try not to do them. Yeah. How did you get the luxury? Uh, the last time Robin and I were together, they pulled the plug in the middle of the show. Mm. So we said we knew that we were leaving. This is a great know, story, but we knew you were. Uh, you did you find out through some memo or something that it was your last day and you weren't supposed to know? Well, we knew. Yeah, we had a mole in the station. Okay, mole, and and uh, we heard the. The new promos for the Wolf uh, when we came in in the morning. And so we you thought, heard the promos for the station that was replacing you at ten a.m. Supposed to be at ten a.m., but yeah. then they screwed up, and we found out about it. And we said, "Well, it's our swan song." So they got angry and pulled the plug. Did you play the promos? No, we didn't play the oh. promos, but we had a Yahoo staff, and they were all hauling like wolves. And we <laughs> oh. said, "Hey, if we're not here tomorrow, you probably uh, we can surmise what has happened." And there was a cease and desist, mm. cease and desist, which was odd because at the same time they were telling us, "Do not talk about the wolf." It was being advertised on King TV on Channel Five. Oh, jump the gun a little bit. Well, That's one of the great radio uh, promotion screw-ups of the of this market. There's another one too. Do you? Uh, and this involves you, Jody. Um, when they launched the Mountain, they advertised it on our radio station, but they advertised it like it was a soft drink. Coming Monday, the Mountain, and they and they did this whole cool, refreshing uh, spot. <laughs> and <laughs> well, and our, that worked out for them. Didn't well, it? and our and our account rep just like, like never listened to the commercial. Yeah, and they bought it on a Friday, so it ran all weekend, and then nobody knew about it. Yeah. Well, this but. was uh, all jolly good fun. And the th uh, so, w what did you? You're asking me why do I get to say goodbye? Uh, why do you get to say goodbye? And then how much do you have left on your contract? Are you being bought out? Bought out. I See, I to be bought out. Uh, to be nice. fired yeah. with a contract was always really. <laughs> oh, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, all I can say is the company is being fantastic to the whole show. Yeah, Spike, Joe, Jody, Pedro, Luciano. Yeah, that's neat. Our yeah, intern, we had Madeline, that once at the was treated exit. fantastically. He got some T-shirts on the way out yesterday. I got a, a complimentary parting gift T-shirt, huh? Yeah. yeah. There were five or seven hundred of them they weren't going to do anything with after Friday <laughs> 10, so it was perfect. But it's funny. I don't, I, I don't know. I think partially because I, was, I told everybody a while ago, see, I love these guys. And, um, and, and it was bittersweet for me because I, I still enjoy every minute with them. And so, but, but after a certain period of time... I don't. I, I fully expected to have my ass blown out. 
at some point, in fact, at every point in my career, because that's the way it works in radio, right? Well, uh, it's I mean, so I shouldn't be asking you. Well, no, it's me. tough to tell. You know, <laughs> the, it's all revenue, well, yeah. right? No, but you yeah. know what I mean. I, I I always figured that it was one of those things, like like that MacGruber uh, thing on Saturday night, like MacGruber. I'm trying to fix the radio station. <laughs> that kind of a thing. Did you follow all of that? I'm not sure. Oh, I'm hanging in there. With I, 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 I do want to say that uh, on text. As soon as he starts doing MacGruber bits, take him out. There is a yeah. grassroots movement right now to have John Maynard sit in your chair permanently. Right yeah. now, people are like, oh, this is perfect. This must be the way we're going. Here. How nice. Okay, let's let him know. It starts at 6 a.m. Yeah, well, then that ain't going to happen. Yeah. Now, um, on the wolf, did they ever think about keeping you guys? Because Robin's got cowboy Not boots. for a second. Are you kidding? Oh, I mean, my God, no. The wolf oh, my God. They, and we were toxic. They couldn't stand us. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't well, think about that And for I a hate second. to say this. I mean, in retrospect, the wolf is a successful yeah, radio station. Fine, They've so. done well. So yeah. it was a pretty, you know, a, a smart move, move for them. Yeah, yeah. they should have done us sooner. They should have taken us out. <laughs> 7 a.m. instead of 8 right? An hour I, I only had six months left on my contract. I was uh, bounced out once when the X went to Young Country mm. and had two years. You got taken left. out for Country twice. Yeah, now, I I feel like to feel like we had a little something to do with that because Bob came into town to be the KXRX killer. That was your that was the deal. I mean, the, to kill KXRX because. KISW, all you guys left, you know, KISW. Well, they did do a mutiny, and they went across the street. Yeah, to KXRX, and that I, was I, it. I, I, I thought it was more to stop the bleeding. Yeah, uh, no, it was. they had, like, it six a, morning shows in we like were a year and a half. Yeah, they had a few that oh, yeah. came in Yeah, but that was the deal. There, but you the, stuck. That's good. Good for you. Anybody else feel the uncomfortableness? I was just an intern. It wasn't me. I'm telling you right now, I didn't pull the trigger, but I know that was the mission, was to put that station out of business. By the way, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, if you want, if you have people saying, oh, uh, bring Robin and Maynard back, won't you? Uh, We could do that for a moment because you have have, a tape of the Robin. I have clips where we're promoting you and uh, Robin Maynard clips promoting Slayton, too. So that may be germane to what you're trying to accomplish today. If you don't want to do that, and by the way, I have all the old clips. I'm archiving them at robinandmaynard.net. But, oh, thanks, coffee time. Who but has RobinandMaynard.com, and what are they doing with that? Uh, somebody in Hong Kong that wants about $10,000. No wow. We had it for a while, and then we didn't do anything. And then, Is this the place that puts, like, William Shatner and uh, Leonard Nimoy's head on different naked bodies? I don't know what the hell they do, but I was shocked yeah. when I thought, what? They somebody has RobinandMaynard.com. Yeah. How much do they want for it? Mm. And it was crazy. And so I got RobinandMaynard.net a few okay. months ago, started archiving old shows. But I was going to say, uh, I have a couple of clips that I can play for if you have time this yeah, morning. Yeah, we will too. definitely play something. Oh, well, uh, that's good. Why don't you grab something and give it to Pedro? What, what do you got? Where do you got it? Like, where do you carry clips these days? In my pocket on a flash, pocket drive. On a flash drive. Flash drive. Wow. Oh, that's okay. modern. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and, and seriously, uh, mornings, 6 a.m., you know, if you have any interest, as far as I know, well, looking. let's see. They uh, loaded your vault right up to the uh, ceiling, so you know we could talk, right? Hmm? Oh, That's what got... I said when I called them. I said, they "What have giant you? money available?" You finally figured out. I have out freed up a lot of cash. You won't live long enough to spend all of the money that you've uh, that you've earned here. Oh, in your bags and career. bags. Uh, Bill Gates came to me for a loan the other day. Yeah, it was right. amazing. So, uh, I and by the way, John and I, we hike once in a while. 
And I must say, it's one of my, I don't want to say uh, goals, but, but it is. One of my goals is to be as healthy as he is. Look at how well-rested that man looks. I can't even believe how well rested he looks. Yeah, and so. and you're eight, what, 83 now? Oh, you know, you look fine. That you look, just, no, that you, means, yeah. you look healthy and great. Yeah. What's your secret? I have no secret. Yeah. No secret. Just, I don't know, it just happens. My mom was 103. Oh, man, I out. hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Is that just I horrifying? hate people with good genes. I don't want to be here that long. You don't? You know, it's a rough <laughs> okay. I don't. Some, somebody pointed out, too, to me that it, it must be something about the hair. Because the the truly great radio guys in this town, you all got big, bushy heads of silver hair. You mm. got Maynard, you got Bob Rivers, you got Pat O'Day, you got Steve Slayton, all, all you guys. You're saying I have hair like Pat O'Day? Thanks a well, lot. Well, no, yours is better, much better than Pat's. But you all have, yeah. I mean, I don't have hair. You know, I lost it a long time ago. And I, so I can never be one of the greats. I mean, Is you, that really what you thought? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. There's something about the, the power is in the hair. I think that's so. What you're going with? I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about that's that. That's what's holding you back. Because you guys yeah. all have maintained wonderful, and it's not artificial. That's real stuff. I mean, every, every one of you. All right, now I'm with you. Maintained? I didn't really do anything. Yeah. Maintain it. It's just, just there. It stays there. It yeah. looks good. It's uh, it's all roughly the same color. It's not gray. It's silver. You Did know? your it's... dad have the white hair, too? No, no, he didn't. Mine didn't either. Yeah. I think it's caused by a fourth clock alarm clock the, the white hair that's what i thought i don't know how would you guys like to hear a robin maynard clip <laughs> <laughs> you want me to take it in there for yeah, let's do that yes i do all right let me grab it her says, here. you know what it says bob rivers on the clip okay yeah. when you stick that in there and would this be over at kzok that would have to be right well, you know oh, what? Yes. It's kind of fun to listen and try to figure it out. So I don't want to give it. Yeah, we don't want to give away the call. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pedro has the clip. And by the way, we are flying without a net. Yeah, you ready with the dump button? No, I, I trust this man, but oh, I don't know you what do? his hands really? I trust him. I don't trust I don't Robin. That, that could have Ebola on the... Uh, I, I have no idea. You're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be fine. We have uh, a secret serum. Yeah. And it's good rock-solid promotion on the Bob Rivers show. And it's RobinAmeter.net. Now, everybody's going to want to know, how well, is Robin? Oh, Robin's doing really well. Robin lives in a palatial estate on Anchorage in Montana with her husband, Ed Gruntner. And uh, she is uh, doing well. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we both get it. When are you guys coming back? Where's Robin? What's going hmm. on? Are you doing a show again? No, no. Uh-uh. Not going to happen. <laughs> well, mostly due to her. You think she just doesn't want to come back to the city? Oh, we thought about it for a while, and, you know, we threw a few feelers out, but we weren't the most popular people in town with um It's kind of a funny thing because uh, it seems like the more the audience says, oh, yeah, you know, we're in this together. Hmm. We're good. Uh, management doesn't particularly care for that. Never quite figured out that dynamic. You know, she could do it from her house these days. I mean, you could she could put a studio right there in Montana. Or you could move to Montana. You could be on the moose in Bozeman. You could be the king of Montana. You think? Just yeah. <laughs> in the morning. Well, Montana could be good. Most of the morning. <laughs> All right, let her rip, Pedro. Robin uh, and the moose. I'm just, I, what I did is at the beginning, I just, I, I'm not going to play it from the very beginning because it's kind of long. Okay. Really? Why is that your stuff? One minute and fifty seconds is <laughs> crap. He does this to me all the time. One minute and fifty seconds. Oh, just crap. Yeah. So yeah. this is uh, this is the part that they're talking about you, Bob. Right. Have you ever met a disc jockey? 
You know, you you wonder for years. You listen to somebody for perhaps for years, and you always wonder what they look like, and you're always wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever have one of those guys? Oh, every time. Every time. Sure. So as you were yeah. a kid listening to a guy, then you finally got to meet him, right? Exactly. And were yeah. you disappointed? Well, as a guy, I wasn't wasn't as though I was disappointed. I was usually alarmed, <laughs> frightened. The personage did not match the look. The the never does what you have in your mind. Never does. No. Never ever does. Mm-hmm. You will not be shocked. You won't cry or run away screaming, holding your you know, plugging your ears and closing your eyes and things like that. When you meet the morning show, come on. Okay, maybe one of them is frightening. But, God, you've got five to choose Which from. One? I'm not picking Which one. Which one? No, I'm not no. asking you. One of them is I'm scary. Saying, no, I'm leaving it to the audience. Which one is the frightening one? And you can find There's out. There's four good ones. It's like deja vu. 99 and pretty one, and one beast. Which one is it? You'll have to go to meet them to find out. There you? you are. See, there you go. That's some good rock-solid promotion. Bob, Spike, Joe, Mike, and more. It sounds like a Dr. Seuss thing. And Bob and Spike and Joe... And they're going to be at the Alderwood Mall next Tuesday from 5 till 7. God, those guys stay out late for getting up as early as they do. God love them. And you can enter to win a futon. Shut up. Come on. No, no. <laughs> no you wait can a sack ride out right no, there with Mora. Just... You can throw her down like a rag doll. <laughs> Jump up and down on her like a trampoline. As you meet four beautiful people and one beast <laughs> at Alderwood Mall. Okay? Rick Jones here. With a sponsorship. Well, that's, right. that's beautiful. By the way, yeah. uh, I don't know if anybody else thought this listening to that or any of you out there in Radio Land. Robin Erickson, just one of the best female radio hosts of all time oh, on the entire planet, bar none. Major market, get out of here. New York, forget it. Well, I'll tell you that's truly the reason yeah. that I put up RobinAmander.net is because in listening to... And I hadn't listened to anything for forever, and I thought, oh, God, it's going to be like looking at your high school almanac. You know, you will cringe, but I thought Robin sounded so good. And there's a million clips on there, and she's just gangbusters. Oh, she's just like... uh, What a communicator. Did you like her? Did you know her back then? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um... (laughs) If we're being honest, when I moved here from Columbus, I moved uh, <clears throat> I moved away from the morning show that I was doing with a guy who was originally from here. Mm. And he said, when you get to Columbus, I only uh, when you get to Seattle, I want you to look up my friend Robin. You will love her. She will take you under her wing. Mm. You don't know anyone. Tell her I sent you. Like, he sent me with explicit directions to go and find her. And uh, And it was a couple of years after I was already here. That we got were, right on that, did you? Well, whatever. <laughs> uh, it turns out that I made friends right away, and I didn't actually need any help. Right. Le- legit. And gotcha. then um, these guys moved into the same building that I was working. I was working at the end, so we were on different floors. So uh, when I finally did meet her, um, it was very nice because he, you know, he told me to to come and seek her out. But it was very odd because she could never remember me. So should have come down more often. Yeah, really. I mean, we met, but um, but he didn't connect. No. Yeah. It was like one of those things, you know, those people who just can't get your face in their brain. And so every time it was like, and you are. And I get that gets old with me. After <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. Four times. And me, I am the great and glorious Jody. You yes, hit yes, me yes. four times with and you are. And uh, and that'll be the last time. Um, it's funny. I uh, I also never 
got to spend as much time with Robin as I wanted to, but she treated me with tremendous respect. Really? And I took wonder, me out for drinks, why. which she drank all of because I didn't drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes it easy to get along. And, um, and, 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 you know, she had every reason to perhaps uh, not be as kind as she was because we were doing mornings, you guys were doing afternoons. You loved the afternoon part. Right? Yes, I did. Yeah, you were all for it. No charge for afternoons. That part may not be Sign this real yeah. quick and then Is we'll that get that locked in for you. Mm. So uh, I, I want to ask you because uh, we're on the air today, we're doing a show, we uh, are talking about the things that are going on, and we have the luxury of having you here. If you were on today, what do you think of all of the news? Like, I mean, the people are freaking out about Ebola, and uh, I, I've, I've watched uh, various kinds of commentary on this. The cable news, of course, loves it because they can strike fear into the hearts of people. Logical people say, well, uh, your chances of getting Ebola are pretty much zero unless you really dove in there and tried with somebody, which no one's going to do. Uh, but it's the biggest uh, news story. Does it in- impact your day at all or not? Would, would we work uh, hard around build shows around Ebola? Yeah. Oh, probably. I think that's what we're – it's on our hot, it's on our hot yeah. topic list. Yeah, I think yeah. – uh, Hey, we got a vaccine. Got one left. You're the ninth caller. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> I think so. You're the luckiest you – pay, say the phrase that pays. Yeah. <laughs> the only Ebola vaccine in America, Miracle <laughs> Vitamin V. Call right now. Well, there you go. Hi, you're calling number eight. Sorry. There's you your die. material right that's there. That's it right there. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, when you – like, when you get away from uh, day-to-day having to comment on everything – do you do you tune that? St- I'm curious because I just no wonder. no no. I think I miss that part of it. I do. You, you know, do. I think. Oh my God! There's some yeah big uh, big door to swing wide open. Yeah, I hate to think of our little friend Roy Otis with Ebola. Maybe I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Might he tragic yeah. loss? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, infecting other radio stations in the in the chain. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, oh hey, yeah. Uh, I was going to plug your website again in that in that quiet spot. Uh, thanks very much. Robinandmainer dot net. It's dot net. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happens if you go to dot com. It, it, probably all that stuff comes up. Windows um, pop it open. Uh, and let me know when you have a minute because I need to talk to you about Harley Davidson Live Wire electric motorcycles. I want you to ride one on Thursday. I'm going to go over to uh, Eastside Harley Davidson. Oh, Scott you're Cook. already yeah. on. Oh yeah, but you going oh, to be over there. On. Yeah, you know, I'll be you know there. it's funny. Yes. I'm going. I'm going to sell Harley Davidson Saturday morning. It's a done deal. I'm going to go up and see if I knock the rust off my sales chops at the Emerald City Harley Davidson. No kidding. Yeah, that's your gig Saturday morning, and Saturday then spiking the Impaler Saturday night. Anybody cool. who buys a bike gets a free ticket to the Impaler show at the Beer Garden at the Taste of Edmonds. How yeah. about that? Spike has had offers rolling yeah. in like crazy. crazy. One came my way for him that I forwarded to him. A guy wants to use him in a in a film, and I won't say who or for what. Why? But just uh, <laughs> because, because it's a, it's a webcam yeah. action. And it it's is. big money. It's um, big money. I'm just being to, getting paid to shower. It's yeah. the funniest thing. It's big yeah. money for him to sit there and have him film him. I mean, the kind to of money sh- I would love. When you say to shower. Yeah, it's a soap endorsement. Apparently, if I just got to lather up for this camera and they're going to pay me a thousand bucks. Oh, is it the dove? Women should just show their bodies and just be themselves and not worry about their body image? I'm not sure. The guy spoke with a very heavy Mandarin accent. Exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm sure, really, I don't get a lot of what he said. He didn't want me, though. He wanted you. Well, there's not enough soap in the world to cover that. Look at you. Not. Look, you're huge. <laughs> Robinamainer.net. That thank you for bringing that. That's yeah. uh that was really wonderful to hear. There's more. 
<laughs> Let's play one more cut. Let's play. What have you got? Well, I have slight. Unless uh, you want to play something with Robin and Maynard, or it doesn't need to. Promote. Let's do the Robin and Maynard one right now. I don't want to disturb. Well, then play uh, Pedro. You're in there. Play uh, Cinco de Mayo. I thought that was kind of fun. Right. Can you uh, rack that baby up? It is too long. <laughs> it's too long. That's our producer. It is too long. I will play a bit of it. A bit of it, Bob. Go ahead. Okay, start from the beginning. I don't know about uh, this. Yeah, start I from don't the know beginning. About I apologize in advance, Bob. He's <laughs> really cheerful, isn't he? Nice guy. Yeah. Shut up and say go to my. That's Italian. Hello, my many friends. This is Studio Usher U Jardan. What's going on here? My face Maynard. is on fire. Oh, what a day. Maynard, stop it. Yes, you will hear lipstick phrases like this all morning long. Because it's another big, hurting jam-packed morning with Robin <laughs> and Maynard. Oh, I wish this I were in bed. <laughs> All right, it's beautiful, but you're right. We are out of time. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I could I've never. I Such could listen all day, personally. Mm. Uh, so, uh, net mm-hmm. and the band. you got to talk about your band. The Turtles? The with Turtles. A D. How do you spell the name? <laughs> <laughs> with a D? Yeah. Oh. We were playing this little rat hole in West Seattle one night, and these 20-something gorgeous girls came in, and I thought, this is unusual. Why... We don't attract that crowd. Right. We're a little older demographic. Mm-hmm. And they said that they came in because they loved the name of the band. Well, on the marquee, it said Turtles, T-U-R-D-L-E-S. Mm-hmm. And somebody had uh, taken the absconded with the L-E-S. And so they said, you know, we just we had to come in and find oh, out what the band was all about. Yeah, yeah he has the courage with, to call themselves Terry. Of all yeah. the of all the ways to misspell your name, yeah, yeah. The uh, we, and you guys have all played with the band. Yes, yes. and uh, was it Pedro at a street that fair. played drums? Yeah, that's right. Pedro yeah. on drums. Yeah, he's hey, he's better on drums than he is. Uh, as a producer, and that <laughs> he is a great drummer. Yeah, but all his solos uh, are just too long. It's the and, uh, that's right. And you are trained by the master. You're trained by Michael DeRozier. Uh, took lessons from DeRozier, got Seriously? me into it, and now I take from Don Bennett at Don Bennett Drum Studios. Right. Yeah, a dear friend of the show for ages and ages. Uh, John, we'll see you on the trail. Thank you. Well, I got a bum knee now, but I'll try to keep up with you. We'll do it. Uh, I can't live to be 103. I'll try to hang on for a couple years. I can't either. I don't want to. And I won't. (laughs) 6.55. Still to come this morning, we have those country songwriters. They're quick. Brad Paisley has a new song about the Ebola virus. Speaking of Ebola. No kidding. This is the Bob Rivers Show on 95.7 KJR. This report is brought to you by Safeway. Safeway makes it easy to save at the pump. Just use your Safeway gas reward points at participating Chevron and Texaco stations. Shop at Safeway. Save at Chevron and Texaco. See store or Safeway.com for details.
Oh, there's so much to love about iHeartRadio. With millions of songs, you can create music stations you can call your own. Plus, you can stay connected with your favorite radio stations anywhere in the country. You'll love iHeartRadio so much, you'll want to take it away. On a romantic trip, give it flowers, candy, and just the right moment, pull out the radio. Okay, that just got weird. Make sure you have the newest version of iHeartRadio with improved features. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. Download the app or listen online. iHeartRadio.com. You know, 3010 Weight Loss for Life is a great group of people with a great system that can help you lose a ton of weight. And by ton, I mean, you know, what you need to lose. I'm down over 50 pounds. Downtown Joe, over 60. My friend Jeff Kathan, our drummer at the Impaler, is down over 70. What they do is take a look at where you're at in your life and assess your body's situation, tell you exactly how much body fat you're carrying around, how unhealthy you're living, what your metabolic age is. And they'll put you on a plan with the right meal replacements, the right positive reinforcement on a weekly basis, a plan that will get you where you need to be health-wise. And then they'll look at some government chart that says you're this much weight and you should be looking like a Twiggy model. They'll tell you where your body will be its healthiest, and they'll get you there, and they'll keep you there because it is for life. Once you're finished with their plan, they'll put you on a maintenance program that you can check in every few months to see where you're at and get you back to the healthiest place you should be Weight-wise, 855-843-3010 is the phone number, or check them out online, 3010weightlossforlife.com. Now the Seattle forecast. Some morning clouds on Wednesday, a few sunbreaks in the afternoon. It will be cooler with highs in the 70s. And looking ahead to the weekend, it warms back up again, upper 70s and lower 80s with mostly sunny conditions. I'm meteorologist Jim Guy in the King 5 Weather Center. This report is brought to you by Bank of America. Get the Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card and earn more cash back for the things you buy most, all with no hoops to jump through, no rotating categories, and no expiration on rewards. To find out how to get more cash back for the things you buy most, visit bankofamerica.com slash getcashback. Looking for fantastic fun? Then come to Muckleshoot Bingo. With three live sessions every day, there are plenty of chances for you to win. Muckleshoot Bingo has 400 Vegas-style gaming machines open 24-7. It's the best bingo experience around. Customers are appreciated at Muckleshoot Bingo, where all bingo sessions are half off during Customer Appreciation Thursdays. Receive 50% off all regular games when using your Players Club card any session on Thursdays, only at Muckleshoot Bingo in Auburn. At Great Clips, our online check-in app saves you time with your back-to-school haircut. Now we're saving you time and money because it's raining school supplies on our Great List daily winners. Ah, staplers! Submit your back-to-school list and we could ship it to your front door. Ow! Who sharpened the pencils? Uh, be sure to download our online check-in app and we'll make a donation to adoptaclassroom.org. Scissors? Go to greatclips.com for details. It's going to be great! Over 75 greater western Washington area locations. Believe it or not, the Internet is good for your kids. It helps them to be more productive at school. And if you're struggling along with bad Internet, they're wasting time. This school year, help your kids be more productive by switching to the X1 Triple Play from Comcast for $89.99 a month for a year. You get double the Internet speed free for a year. Call 1-800-XFINITY to switch today. This offer only good till September 21st, 2014. Restrictions apply, limited to the new Starter XF Triple Play customers, and a two-year term agreement is required. X1, Xfinity's amazing operating system. The simplest, fastest, and most complete way to access all your entertainment on all your screens. Get Facebook and Pandora right on your TV. Watch live TV and Xfinity On Demand 
with the Go and mobile apps. Call 1-800-XFINITY today. People from Seattle love Seattle. Yet one thing we all have in common is a desire to experience new places and new things. That's why Alaska Airlines offers non-stops from Seattle every day to more than 70 destinations across the country. Places like Baltimore, New Orleans, and Tampa. In fact, Alaska flies the most non-stops out of Seattle, more than any other airline, making it easy to go on all kinds of adventures and get back home to Seattle. Thanks for flying Alaska Airlines. This weekend at Guitar Center, to celebrate our 50th anniversary, we're offering incredible savings in every department like a Squire Telecaster for just $89, a Delta Lab clip-on guitar tuner for only 10 bucks, or Pearl Cajon drum for just 79 bucks. Plus, enter for your chance to win a VIP trip for two to see Slash, featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators, live on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood. It's Guitar Center's 50th anniversary, in-store and at GuitarCenter.com. All of the best games, restaurants, and shows are at Little Creek Casino Resort. Montgomery Gentry, Sunday, August 24th. You know you make me the Isley Brothers, Sunday, September 21st. And Boz Skag, Sunday, October 12th. For tickets and information, call the box office at 800-667-7711 or visit little-creek.com. What have you been doing for the past 20 years? For two decades, Super Supplements has offered vitamins, natural products, and other good things for your body and a healthier lifestyle. Throughout August, we'd just like to say thanks for 20 great years. Join us Saturday, August 9th for a special anniversary event. The first 100 customers receive a free gift with purchase. Enjoy product specials and samples with health professionals on hand to help you get the most out of life. You live it. We'll help. Super Supplements. We here in the Northwest appreciate summer like no one else. Paying for those summer adventures, however, not so easy. Go visit the experts at Bellevue Rare Coins for a free appraisal on your coins, gold, silver, and jewelry. You might be able to turn everyday items into summertime fun. Thank you to Ted Brown Music, official music store of the Carter Subaru Live Theater at 95.7 KJRFM. Hey, Spike O'Neill here. I wasn't kidding. This Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, I'll be at Emerald City Harley-Davidson, Highway 99 and 188th. I'm going to be selling Harley-Davidson's. Knock the rust off my sales shop, see how we do. Come on in. i got a special gift for anybody we sell a bike to Saturday. Saturday from 10 to 2 at Emerald City Harley-Davidson. This report is brought to you by Fred Meyer. From the Western Washington Honda Dealers Traffic Center, we've got some congestion right now. Northbound 405 through the S-curves towards the Kennedale Hill. Southbound 405 at the West Valley Highway, we have a collision there blocking the right lane. That's jamming up traffic out towards the Valley Freeway. Also, I-5 southbound a little slow, headed into the Linwood area. It looks like that uh, Everett to Seattle drive taking you about 45 minutes. Right now at Fred Meyer, all kids' shoes are buy one, get one half off. Save on Skechers, Converse, and Vans. You can stock up on all their favorites. All you need to know for back to school is that you'll find it at Fred Meyer. Listen to the best Bob River shows before it's too late. Then, Friday morning at 10, the new 95.7 takes off. This is 95.7 KJR-FM and HD1 Seattle, an iHeart radio station. Brad Paisley. Well, I won 
$2 on a scratch-off ticket. So I went back to the counter and I bought two more with it. And I won 10 bucks and that was just right. So I bought a six-pack and a bag of ice. You know, even if our ship... All right, that's not his song about Ebola. I was just going to say, this sounds a little perky You're feeling Ebola lucky. Song. Let's go to Africa. You're feeling <laughs> lucky. Yeah. The uh, six-pack and a bag of ice treatment is for something else. Okay. Uh, but uh, he did write a song, and um, I was a little worried until I saw it's called Me and Jesus, and it's for the doctor who contracted Ebola over in Liberia. Don't you know God's got a lot of good people out doing his work? Me and Jesus got our own thing going. Me and Jesus. Got it all worked out. Me and Jesus got our own thing going. And we don't need anybody to tell us what it's all about. Hmm. That's a little odd. Is that the name of the new morning show on 95.7K? Me and Jesus. Me and Jesus. Six to ten. That Maynard story about the wolves got me thinking, you know, is that the, the direction here? The, How do you beat the other country stations? The bear or something. I don't no, know. me and Jesus. Ah. Me and Jesus mornings and then So I don't get the me and Jesus. Where's that come? I, I well, understand the doctors. He's a missionary. Off, the missionaries who go over there, and I've seen this with World Vision uh, people, they're saints. I mean, they're living embodiment of saints. They're, they put themselves in, their, in huge risk. They go places where they could catch stuff obviously, and they do it to help people who are absolutely destitute. So who does he mean when he says me and Jesus, though? What's he got to do with Jesus? Well, I think he's talking about the the doctor, the first one. It's a first sung in the first person. Oh, this he's guy. singing as, his, as if he's the doctor? Right. I'm, oh. I'm thinking that. I, you know, oh. I, I'm, this is probably a part of the song that can you rhyme Ebola with anything? I'm thinking this is a, mm. a brave endeavor. To write an Ebola song. He must have been touched by the story, which kind of makes sense because yeah. it is touching. Like yeah. You have to have a cold black heart not to feel something. Speaking of cold black hearts. Go on. <laughs> what uh, Are there some people that are upset that people are brought, being brought back to the U.S. for treatment? Many people Many are upset. People. And why? Because they're like, why would we want to bring the world's most deadly virus into our country when it is so far not there? Why are we willingly, and I'm not saying I feel this way, but this is their argument. Why are we willingly bringing in something so awful into our borders? And they're not educated enough to know that there's no risk to them. Right. It's, it doesn't spread so much through the air. you gotta, you got you to gotta pretty much touch somebody that has it to get it. But that's a hard, you know, when, when you hear about... Ebola, and it just sounds bad. I mm. mean, it sounds nasty, just the word, and uh, people freak out a little bit. Same people that, you know, feel like, you know, America is the world, and uh, we're not thinking too rest much. The rest of the people should be left out there doing whatever they're doing. Right. As long as they America continue to make our... no damn Ebola. We'll just yeah. sit here with our Coca-Cola and our hot yeah. dog and our baseball game or two. And exactly what I said was going to happen is now happening, P.S., you know, because we've got that... Uh, that serum, the experimental serum that hasn't passed through the FDA that's actually helping the two people that were brought back here. So now the people in, you know, in West Africa are like, um, 
can we get some of that? Because we've got like a thousand infected people and planes aren't flying here anymore and we can't handle this because nobody wants to, you know, nobody wants to assist with the fancy serums. So now they're going to have to uh, be told, no, you can't have it because it hasn't passed testing. And there's not enough time for you guys to do testing on your own and we don't want to be responsible for what happens. Of course, we've lived through this kind of emotion before. Yeah. And now there are movies about it with AIDS. Right. right when things were being tested and people were fighting to get a hold of it because they were dying only that was right here in this country yes Eric I just want to clarify that you can't get Ebola from touching somebody you need to have direct contact with blood or bodily fluids yeah or and then this is kind of sad if you uh, embalm an infected dead person so funeral directors right. and, and morticians have to be let really me just careful. make a note of that well where's that country song <laughs> you got a liquor feller if you want to catch Ebola <laughs> You got to pump the fluid all over the floor. It really does just write itself, it does. doesn't it? What country song? I mean, you can write a country yeah. song about anything, man. You, you got to give it to country people. I mean, they're the first ones to come out with stuff. I mean, they, they, they they're so fast. And never mind, I'm not, I was going to put it on my calendar, not to embalm anybody. <laughs> but I, I looked and I see my schedule's wide open. There's no embalmings scheduled. Of all my many career uh, thoughts on things I could do, so far that one hasn't come. And Emb- that, embalming? Yeah, be, being in the Were you not business. a big fan of Six Feet Under, the HBO series? No, yeah, I wasn't. And oh. it's just I never had to cross the my mind. Uh, M out of bombing. I mean, people loved it. I've got friends <laughs> in the industry, and there's, there's no question it's a good business. I mean, there it's a good, steady work. You're never going to be without a job. How but... about taxidermy? Nope, never thought about that no, either. See, that's a better gig Never for you, thought man. about that. You I don't have the, the I'm not an artist. I don't have the ability to do that, I don't think. See, I think embalming is a <laughs> dying field. I really do. You I, do think? I think they're going to run out of room. I think cremation is the, is the way to go. Yeah. I think embalming is going to be something they used to do. All right, watch out for uh, more Ebola coverage, but probably not here. So um, very few cases. Uh, was it two Americans? Yeah, second yeah. one. Two now. Americans, and then they thought there was somebody in the middle of the country who may have contracted it, right. but no. And of course, uh, we, we, you need to nip it in the bud over there. Uh, this story freaked me out yesterday. Apparently, Russian criminals have stolen 1.2 billion passwords. This came across at a text on my phone. And I, there were a bunch of interesting uh, te- texts yesterday. I, I sort of like getting news that way, I've decided. I, I never really yeah. know if it's like important. Like sometimes it's a sports thing I don't care about. Mm-hmm. But um, And a lot of times stupid Facebook inviting me to Candy Crush. So I, when it's an actual real news headline, I, wish, I need to go into my phone and scour out all the stuff I don't want. You can just tell Facebook uh, that you don't want to be invited to play games. Uh, Although, you can? Knows? Yeah. Oh, how do I find that? It's in the settings. Great, thank you. I will be helpful to you. <laughs> um, you know how my wife has me for that stuff? Yeah. I wish I had somebody for that stuff. I will show you. All right. Russian criminals took usernames and passwords. It is said to be the largest collection of stolen digital credentials in history. The news was first reported by the New York Times... And there's this company called Hold Security in Milwaukee that said they had the information. They did not reveal the identities of the targeted websites, citing non-disclosure agreements and a desire to prevent existing vulnerabilities from being more widely exploited. So I'm wondering, like, why doesn't the president just come on the U.S. 
uh, television, every channel, and issue, everybody change all your passwords today. Issue that decree. That's not a bad Isn't idea. Isn't that what we should do? Well, Isn't that more dangerous than Ebola? Well, it's funny because these guys aren't particularly dangerous. They say if somebody's going to steal your password, these are the guys you want. Why? To, to have Because they haven't done a thing except try to sell a few diet pills. It's Boris and the they, they, The accounts are being used <laughs> yeah. to sell spam on social networks. Yeah, yeah they don't. They, they're not doing anything with any of the financial information. They're not, like, trying to do anything particularly sinister. They're using this information to try to, uh, to spam you. Uh, hold on a sec. That sounds crazy. Because if they're Russian criminals, they're going to sell stuff for money, right? Yeah. Yes, but they're they're Excuse low me. level gangsters. They're not like uh, anonymous. They're not like a tech group that knows what to do and sure. how to decrypt. But one, let's assume they have an internet connection. Okay. And other people are worse and want to buy this stuff. They'll buy it from them, and then they'll yeah. break into your accounts. I mean, yeah. the fact that it's a security breach. I mean. In other words, it's like saying well, the barn door is open, but the animals are all still safely inside, so right. it looks like you don't have to worry about the barn. Plus, we just fed the animals, and they're lazy and sitting around. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Right, but to Joe's point, which was an accurate one, yeah, the animals are all still inside, so we have a chance to Close secure ourselves yeah. and shut the door. And yet, I guarantee you this morning, more people are concerned about Ebola than are changing all their passwords. Guaranteed. Your chance of getting hacked is much greater than your chance of, yeah. of getting Ebola. No question about it. But I would say if you're worried about those two things, just make sure you look really good when you cross the street because that's the kind of stuff you really need to worry about. Don't don't let the stuff distract you from the main mission, which is to get to where you're going alive. Yeah. That's the most dangerous I thing. I heard to do on the radio day. that you have to lick a feller to get Ebola. No. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta lick feller to get Ebola. <laughs> be careful when you drive, be careful when, when you, you walk. You change your password, be sure to look both ways. That's real danger out <laughs> I there. I hate to see you get run down while you're texting both thumbs looking eyes down. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're what's good. Texting get with you. both thumbs looking yeah. eyes down. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's poetry. Country's easy. I swear to God. Mm. Uh, not for me, it wouldn't be. That's amazing. Uh, use two-factor authentication whenever possible. I do this on one account. It's um, two what? Do you know what two-factor authentication is? That's where you have a capital letter and a number in your password. No. Okay. It requires you to enter a second password, usually generated by your smartphone after you log in. In other words, uh, it, 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 only trusted devices can oh, log be, in. Be a human, right? With this phrase, is that kind of thing like to do a Ticketmaster? Uh, no, there are other. There are there are lots of different uh, ways to up your security. It's funny. My wife wants it simple as possible, uh, and I'm kind of with her too. I, I, this whole password thing is very primitive. I think in a few years. We're going to laugh that we had to remember passwords because we're just going to basically retina scan, retina scan or something. Yeah, really. That, that's got to be And it'll healthy. know it's you or someone took your eyeball, which is uh, sadly <laughs> a movie eyeball on a foreshadowed, stick, right? yeah, foreshadowed yeah. in a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible oh, yeah. movie. Schwarzenegger, right? Was it Schwarzenegger? No, no, it was, uh, I thought it was, it was Tom Cruise. Uh, well, Stallone in... Uh, wasn't Omega Man. Omega Man was Trouble. He's Hampton. thinking of Minority Report. Minority Report. Oh, that's right. The eyeballs. Yeah. They but stole was an eyeball. Wesley Snipes in uh, Demolition Man. Mm -hmm. Wesley Snipes took the warden's eyeball on a pencil and got out of jail with, by using a retina scan with a no, eyeball. No, stolen eyeball was Calendar Girls with Helen Mirren. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. <laughs> Remember when she yeah. ripped Dame Judi mm, Dench's yeah. eyeball out and Sweet she was like, scene. "Take that, bitch." <laughs> Do me with a favor. Sing another chorus of "Lick That Fella." I, I can't <laughs> believe the way you lick those people from overseas. You're asking for trouble right here in the store. 
Okay. Uh, here's a uh, kid that uh, Pedro says would be a good replacement for me. Uh, it's a five-year-old named Noah Ritter. He was being interviewed by a local news reporter at the Wayne County Fair in Honesdale, Pennsylvania. What did you think about the ride? It was great. And apparently, I've never been on live television before, but apparently sometimes I don't watch the sh- I don't watch the news because I'm a kid and apparently every time apparently Grandpa just gives me a remote after we watch the Powerball. Powerball. <laughs> Tell me about the ride. What did you think about the ride? Well, it was great. Why? Because apparently you're spinning around and apparently every time you get dizzy, yeah. the slowest dudes get dizzy. Is it fun? Yeah. And I've never, ever been on live television. I never, ever be on live television. Are you excited? Yeah, and apparently I only went down the super slide. When I went down the wall, I was scared half to death. I just freak out. <laughs> it's great. Holy crap. Mornings on 95.7, beginning Monday. It was great. Oh, my God, I love that kid. Barely. And uh, the Today Show got him today. They went down to his... Uh, they went down to his house because that went viral yesterday. Everybody's passing him around. And he does not know what the word apparently means. <laughs> they asked him, they, they said, do you know what it means? And he said, no. Oh, wow. Do you have a little clip of him on the Today Show, too? That just, just happened. Yeah, I have another one. Another right. clip. They talked to him after that. Yeah. It was great, but apparently I, w- I was, like, so embarrassed. <laughs> I was, like, that, em- I was, like, this embarrassed. Because apparently... You know what? Now I'm just using the words that I just did all when I was filmed at the county fair. Where did you learn the word apparently? I don't know. Maybe from my mom? Duh. I don't know. Seriously, I, sometimes I always fail. Seriously. Oh. Sometimes I always fail. Apparently every time Grandpa gets lottery tickets, apparently the woman that's giving us lottery tickets is drinks in us. Hello. <laughs> I believe he's learned a lot of stuff from his dysfunctional family. Don't watch the news. <laughs> That's bald. I don't know. I try not to get involved in the day-to-day happenings of the Lindsay Lohans of the world. I'm not a big fan of the Kardashians. Okay. Apparently, right. they have no marketable skills. Sort of uh, filming themselves doing things. So the best part about being old, by the way, is the internet wasn't invented when I was five. <laughs> uh, because uh, what do you think is going to happen to this kid? Does this qualify for child star status? And, 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 and you know, should he get help for rehab? And He's going to go on Ellen. Things that are going to occur. He's going to get but, a pistachio oh, yeah. commercial. But is this good for a five-year-old? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Joe? It's, it's not bad. I mean, <laughs> so far. I mean, we'll see how far it goes. But he's using apparently perfectly, I mean, in context mm. and everything. I don't see what's wrong with a little media exposure at an early age. He gets a little, uh, little money out of it and pay for college. Right. Go on, Ellen, pay for college. That would be great. I guess it's just where I'm at right now, but I just picture like in three weeks him going, Mommy, where are all the TV cameras? Where did they go? No. Apparently, apparently they don't apparently, care about me anymore. Apparently someone cuter did something cuter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's the nice fine. thing, yeah, about being young is he'll move on. You know, he probably won't even remember this when he's eight. But they'll yeah. have a video of it. Like that little Jessica McClure who fell down the well. Yeah, fortunately. Go into well, his subconscious. All the scarring in your life, all the permanent damage is done by the age of five. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yeah. Did you read that? Oh, yeah. No, I, I took some classes in oh. sociology and psychology in college. 
Wow. And uh, yeah, the stuff that messes you up early stays with you for life. I feel like I went back for extra credit on scarring, <laughs> but it's good to know. Uh, there is a guy who got a double hand transplant in Boston, Richard Mangino. It was about three years ago. He lost both his hands and his feet to an infection. This is almost hard to believe. I, I, it almost feels like this would be a tabloid story, but it's not. In three years, and where did he get his hands? From someone else? From an organ donor. Somebody wow. who got in an accident and said, you know, if I get in an accident, you can... And you use... can transplant hands? Yeah. The tendons, the whole deal? So successfully on this guy that he's starting to be able to do incredible things. Play music, for instance. He what? plays... Listen, he plays the piano. Listen up. It's a place in my mind. The new normal is just the way I am. I don't notice what I have or I don't have. I'm just doing all these things. I went like this and I pulled the blinds and I said, I couldn't do that before. <laughs> it's like, I pull them up and down and up and down. It's like a comedy episode. I want to call my wife and say, look at this. You know. I'm sure that I do a lot more than a lot of people, like I say, because, you know, I had music and I have some art and I have things that I already do that help me through life psychologically it's just uh, it's just a huge benefit you know psychologically i'm as good as everybody else with hands my wife is awesome because all the things i can do you know you need somebody there i remember when we were young maybe i'll try at some point but uh but i'm happy with the piano although you know you miss those riffs and uh, it's just a dream when you can play you can go there too He used to be a guitar player, and they were asking him, would you consider guitar? That's why he was saying, maybe I'll try at some point. He's not there yet. but As long as he doesn't know the solo to Magic Man, I feel somewhat <laughs> secure. <laughs> now featuring For loner hands, though, that's pretty good. Uh, you know what? For loner hands, I want to know what else they could do. Yeah. Especially the hands. I mean, it was a, a Russian basketball player. His hands. He's wow. Huge, hands. huge, wow. huge hands. You know what? That's amazing what yeah, they can do. Really uh, what are the rudest things people do at work today? PR Newswire says there are five rude things you could do at work. See if any of these apply to you. Setting your phone's ringer too hot. In our studio, that's if your phone's ringer is on at all. Right. That happened to you yesterday. What What was the deal? Yeah, it did. Uh, that was uh, my dentist. What What kind of dentist wakes up at 7 in the morning? I'm sorry, you're like? blaming your dentist that you had your ringer on? No, it was my fault for having the ringer oh. on, but it went off at about this time yesterday. If you were listening at this time yesterday. Was he calling to say your gas is in? Uh, no, I had canceled an appointment, and they were just calling to let me know that uh, I got the message. I, I'm 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 putting all health issues on hold until I know what? what my future is. Here. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. Am I going to have insurance? Am I going to have a job? I don't know what's going to happen after Friday. Oh, dude, you're fine. Don't don't play that card. It's you're true. fine. Well, it's... we'll see. I'm not going to I'm not well, going to Well, first off, you have insurance now. I would do the opposite. If you're really paranoid about that, yeah, I would phone, go out and get... My phone's like, I got, I got a proctology appointment this morning. I would well, get every single orifice thoroughly yeah. checked get out. Get your hand well, transplant now. Ears, <laughs> nose, throat, Apparently. Bum, I, hole. Get it all done. I have a colonoscopy scheduled, and I don't know. You're not going to cancel that. Well, I, I, your I'm doctor's waiting. here now. Let me get your doctor. doctor. I'm waiting to hear, because I do not want to be on the hook for a huge colonoscopy bill. I, I mean, I don't know what the how much that costs, but I imagine they don't come cheap. I mean, they, you know, I wouldn't do that for cheap. 
Does Don't you have a buddy who like does them on the side? Sure. No. Bye-bye. I've already got I got the directions on how you do it and everything and at it's home. Scheduled for the end of this month. That's not for you to do it. That's the directions on how you prepare for right. it. Right. Yeah. Miss Clarell, home uh, proctology <laughs> in the box. Yeah. The yeah. pharmacy. It's not like uh it's Ms. not like hair care for men where you really? get something off the shelf Just if you don't want to go and and get someone to do it for you. The pharmacist already called and said, your stuff is here. Come pick it up. But yeah, I When is to, it scheduled? Uh, like the end of August. Yeah, you're fine. Well, we'll, we'll see. Come, uh, you know. I'll... Who told you to be paranoid about this? I you, you might get Ebola, by the way. Well, yeah, I might, but I I can deal with that. I just don't yeah, want a big you fat medical bill. You got a feller to get Ebola. <laughs> you heard the song. Brad Nobody told me to be paranoid about it. I just okay. I just know how it goes. I remember the last time we went through a similar situation was the one time my daughter, the only time I think she's ever had to go to the emergency room, and all of a sudden we were without a job. And I wasn't real clear on what our medical uh, situation was. Well, first off, the best thing to be these days is without a job. You got Obamacare. That may be, but yeah. I've also got a house that I don't want to lose. All right, listen. I have stuff to take. I don't want a big medical Listen, bill. we're close friends. I'll say this. If insurance craps out, I will do the colonoscopy. All I need is a spatula. Some raw spaghetti and one of those big magnifying glass glass from like a children's <laughs> toy store. Right. I don't think and, you need a spatula. A teaspoon yeah. would be plenty for me. No, not how I do it. Well, that's more for her than you. Yeah, yeah. so but don't anyway. worry about it. Got you covered. I apologize for my ringer going off because, yeah, that was my dentist. I, 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 these are elective things. Having yeah. your teeth clean, having your uh, probe done. I mean, these are if, if I had a serious medical issue, I wouldn't hesitate, but... I'm putting off all elective things until I know what's going on around here. And I honestly don't. Somebody so told funny. me, well, listen, Friday morning at 10 o'clock. Somebody told me this morning, Joe, quit pretending like you don't know. We all know it's cool. It's going to be you and everything's fine. It's like, dude, I don't know. If I knew, I'd tell you. Mm. I don't know. He would tell you, by the way. He'd Joe has no filter. That's yeah. why I'm the guy they don't tell anything around. That's here. right. <laughs> oh, is that one? You and me. Yeah. Okay. The guys with no filter. All right. Setting your phone ringer on. Messy desk. That's me. Maybe this is the reason I... <laughs> Rude things people do at work. From Mississippi. Maybe that's the reason oh, I'm the guy. Right, let's just keep going. <laughs> By the way, you should put everything on hold. Pretend yeah. you don't know English. It's a no horrible though. thing right. to do at work. Next up, eating food with a strong smell. Uh, <laughs> more eggs, Joe. More hard-boiled eggs. Really? Uh, I didn't realize Clark. what a rude ass I am. I, I, mean, <laughs> oh, I, I thought I was the most courteous guy around, yeah. but so and far I'm three for three. You don't know what they're going to do Friday morning. <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> this is mystifying That's to me. Hilarious. All right, number two, loitering. Mm, I call it standing around. <laughs> they call it hanging around, having lengthy personal conversations when someone else is working. Oh, yeah, well, oh, we have a lot of extra time after 10. I yeah. can't help it that other people have well, Number one, I don't think you do this. <laughs> Using your speakerphone, 36% of people say it's the most annoying thing they wish their coworkers would stop doing. Using your speakerphone when you're not in a private office. No, I don't. But I I've do seen that, that in the cubicles out there. A couple. That people. is nasty. Uh, still to come this morning, we're going to do some news with Jody when we come back. Uh, we're going to say hi to Dory Monson because he is a great friend who uh, helped me out a lot. And, uh, and you know, we're parading in all my uh, inspirational radio people. Also, just great people. Uh, and um, he's also... 
<laughs> he's also the guy. I know he wants ratings. He's also the guy who um, preceded us uh, uh, in radio with 3010 Weight Loss for Life. And I, I wanted to see him. I haven't seen him since he did 3010 Weight Loss for Life. And Joe and Spike, you guys all have that in common. When did, when's your next weigh-in, Joe? Uh, my next weigh-in is it's may, it may be tomorrow, but tomorrow is uh, getting pretty busy. So I, I right. think I'm still going to make it. It's my birthday tomorrow. It seems kind of right. weird to go away on your birthday. but Yeah. And uh, and by the way, and I know some, some people keep texting in, and they're really touched to hear classic uh, radio figures. And then other people are like, why are you talking to these people? Because for me, um, the whole broadcast community of Seattle, has always been a supportive group of people and I have to say thank you to the people that inspired me because they're part of what helped me to be able to do this I got to say this though and Luciana and I talked about this yesterday on Friday our last show no guests there will be some bands Mm -hmm. musical guests playing I think three times during the show and uh, they are Apple Jam John Hodgkin and Lee Oscar special intimate performances but on friday i said unless it's president obama or the captain of a starship i don't want to talk to anybody on friday would you take any captain no it would have to be there's only one man there's only one captain i would (laughs) would talk to picard Uh, you don't want picard no i wouldn't talk to picard that loser wait a minute so i thought actually i I would talk to picard too yeah i thought we were gonna sing you don't bring me flowers anymore we're not doing that anymore? You can't. Are you swiping that Hardly off? talk to me anymore <laughs> when you walk through the door. So on Friday, it's going to be as normal a show as possible Friday. Because the truth is uh, that uh, the show is the unique improvisational conversations that we have mainly with the four of us. And Pedro and Luciana and Eric, too. But uh, we're going to we're just going to basically come in and talk about the world one last time on Friday. You all ready? You can't come soon enough. Boy, I feel bad about your whole bunghole situation now. (laughs) What? That bunghole is obviously bothering you. No, it's fine. (laughs) By the way, why don't you you keep that chair when you go Friday? Are you anxious for Friday now? Well, no, I'm, you know, it's it's weird. I feel really conflicted. Me last, too, by the way. Last week was so great. And We're going to let it all hang out, dude. Oh, yeah, no mm. question about it. I'm excited for Monday, I'll tell you about that. You are? Yeah. Why? What's up, Monday? Big change. Uh, That's when you start your new morning show. Well, th- that may be. But you I'm, and Jesus. Jesus and me, morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for Monday. Downtown Jesus. I'm excited for Monday night. Mariner's doing something very special for you, and it has yeah. nothing to do with throwing out the first pitch either. What? They made the adjustment in the schedule. You're kidding. No. Major adjustment. What's the adjustment? King Felix on the mound Monday night. He was scheduled to go Sunday, and for some unexplained reason, they're bumping him a day. Wow, so it's going to be a great game. Yeah. Toronto Blue Jays, Mariners, uh, Bob, Spike, and Joe together on the mound to throw out the first pitch. Followed by King Felix. Can't get better than that. That's so a dream come true. At me. least one good pitcher out of the four that I've just mentioned. <laughs> yeah. 731. Uh, when we come back, Jody, have a little bit of news. Uh, I want to see if Dory looks as good as uh, Spike and Joe. And uh, also still to come, the Seahawks, always a huge sellout at home. But how do you think they do when it comes to boosting ticket prices when the Hawks play on the road? Uh, can you guess which NFL team is the biggest draw nationally 
It's not the Seahawks, uh, the biggest draw nationally. That makes sense because I bet it has to do with population, right? When this team comes to town, ticket prices soar. This is the Bob Rivers Show on 95.7 KJR. Now the Seattle forecast. Some morning clouds on Wednesday. A few sunbreaks in the afternoon. It will be cooler with highs in the 70s. And looking ahead to the weekend, it warms back up again. Upper 70s and lower 80s with mostly sunny conditions. I'm meteorologist Jim Guy in the King 5 Weather Center. This report is brought to you by Snoqualmie Casino. Snoqualmie Casino is Seattle's closest casino, just off I-90 at exit 27. Join the Crescent Club at Snoqualmie Casino today and jet away on a once-in-a-lifetime trip anywhere in the world. For more details, go to snowcasino.com. Toyota of Puyallup is uh, right there on River Road in downtown Puyallup. You know, it's uh, close by to uh, the Emerald Creek Casino where we play, and it's also a nice sort of semi on the way to Mount Rainier. But... Since I only go to those places two or three times a year, it's generally a special trip when I go to Toyota Puyallup. Beautiful road, back country, and when I get there, everything goes smoothly. John Martinez is my sales guy, has been for over 20 years, and uh, if I'm having service, I can get a loaner. But a lot of times the service is so fast and efficient that I whip out my iPad or a newspaper uh, try really hard not to have one of those Otis Spunkmeyer cookies but I appreciate that they're there for mm-hmm. those of you who are mm, on the cookies. And uh, relax, and my vehicle's ready before I know it. And free and free wash, too, when that happens. Toyota Puyallup is the dealership Lisa and I have been going to for several decades now. They'll give you free trade appraisals, whether you buy a vehicle from them or not. They'll take your used vehicle if it's a Toyota or not. And they have 500 cars, trucks, and SUVs on their lot. You can look at their inventory at Toyota of Puyallup. Tell them I said hi. Don't miss Huey Lewis and the News at Seattle's closest casino. That's the power of love. Snoqualmie Casino's Summer Concert Series welcomes Huey Lewis and the News on Thursday, August 14th. Party with the power of love at the Mountain View Plaza, just minutes from Seattle. Crescent Club members have early access to tickets and discounts. Become a member and take your above it all to the next level. Visit snowcasino.com for tickets. Snoqualmie Casino, above it all. Attention appliance shoppers. Celebrate summer with Albert Lee Appliance during our Seafair sale, August 9th and 10th. Sizzling hot store-wide deals on the largest selection of major brand appliances in the Northwest. Sale pricing celebrated at all five locations in Seattle, South Center, Linwood, Bellevue, and Tacoma. Don't miss out on the largest appliance sale of the summer. The Albert Lee Appliance Seafair sale, August 9th and 10th. Log on to albertleeappliance.com for details. Albert Lee Appliance, celebrating 75 years strong. Geico Motorcycle presents Reflections from the Road. You can't beat the open road, but saving money on motorcycle insurance is a close second. That's why I switched to Geico. Reminds me of the time I switched to a new helmet without a face mask and swallowed a bunch of gnats when I accidentally yawned. Those suckers tasted bad. Unlike Geico Motorcycle Savings, which always tastes real good. Geico Motorcycle Insurance. See how much you could save. When you save money and join the 97% of people who are satisfied with GEICO, it can give you goosebumps. But why do we get goosebumps? How did the human brain decide that mimicking the skin of a freshly plucked bird was an appropriate response to excitement? Some human behaviors don't make sense. And some do, like switching to GEICO, which people have been doing for over 75 years. And that gives me goosebumps. 
GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Hey folks, it's Bob Rivers here. For a while I've been sharing some great customer stories from my friends at Bellevue Rare Coins. This next one is the kind that shows why these fine folks love what they do. Recently a woman bought in an old coin collection that had belonged to her husband. She mentioned that she lived on a fixed income and hoped that the coins could give her a little extra spending cash. It turned out the collection was worth $20,000. Not only was this amount more than she was expecting, for her, it was life-changing. Now, we're not saying that everyone has a $20,000 coin collection lying around, but you may have unused, broken jewelry, watches, silver, or even gold pieces tucked away that could be turned into cash. There's no point letting it all sit around and collect dust. Have one of the experts at Bellevue Rare Coins give you a free evaluation. They'll pay what your valuables are really worth, and who knows, maybe change your life while they're at it. Visit Bellevue Rare Coins today in Bellevue and Linwood. Sit back, relax, and let Clipper Vacations whisk through scenic waterways to amazing Northwest adventures, like beautiful Victoria, B.C. Clipper day trips from just $99, or experience a fun one-day trip to see orca whales in the San Juan Islands. Details and kit discounts at clippervacations.com. At Loma Linda University Health, we are driven by a mission, a mission to heal, to teach, to innovate, to serve. It's a mission that we live every day, a commitment deeply rooted in our faith. At Loma Linda University Health, health and wellness is more than something we believe. It's something we live. To join us in our mission of health and wellness, visit us at lluhealth.org. Muckleshoot Casino in Auburn has the hottest gaming promotions of the summer season. In June, Muckleshoot Casino gave away cars. In July, many lucky winners won wonderful cruises. And to end the summer in the month of August, it's nothing but cash. That's right, $120,000 to be exact. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in August, 100 lucky winners using their Players Club card will be randomly selected between 1 p.m. and 10 p.m. to win their share of $10,000. Also in August, copper dropper machine players can turn their copper into gold. Muckleshoot Casino has the loosest progressives, and when you hit a top copper dropper progressive with max coins played, you can strike it rich and take home a bonus 2.5 grams of fine gold while supplies last. Find more promotions, entertainment, and dining specials at MuckleshootCasino.com, then come enjoy the hot August action only at your casino, Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. This report is brought to you by Southwest Plumbing. Good morning from the Western Washington Honda Dealers Traffic Center. It looks like we've just got some slow traffic out there. Northbound 405 through the S-curves. The Valley Freeway northbound slowing down just after uh, 222nd all the way up to 405. Your Linwood to Bellevue Drive southbound 405 is a pretty lengthy one at the moment, taking you about 50 minutes ever to Seattle. Also a 50-minute drive. Summer is here. Time to take action to avoid potential problems with your plumbing, sewer, and drain systems. For trusted, licensed plumbers and guaranteed work, Southwest Plumbing is the one to call. We're back to the Bob Rivers Show on 95.7 KJR. Powered by the Carter Subaru Live Theater.
that song prognosticated it very well. Sweet home field advantage. Uh, and by the way, uh, the rest of the league, this, this stat I'm about to give you, um, it's about last year, so it's not this year. But the Seahawks are in eighth place when it comes to impact on the opponent home team based on prices. I didn't know they did dynamic pricing around the league. They well, do? Well, this is based on the aftermarket. Like, for instance, CenturyLink Field is completely sold out. Uh, some games are going to go for way, way more. Some games are going to go for Oh, you're some talking more. about the aftermarket, not yeah. the teams themselves. No. Most of the NFL is a, is a sold-out show in just about every market. Mm. So what you're looking at is which teams, when they come to town, send prices soaring. And there are actually some teams where prices drop because nobody has any interest in seeing them. Seattle is eighth on the list right now. When we go play... You know, like, for instance, you could go see the Seahawks play in San Diego next month cheaper than you can see them at CenturyLink. You could buy a plane ticket to San Diego and a decent seat. It, uh, it's not Qualcomm now, I don't think, is it? They changed it again. I can't think and, and do you, have you already price lined the hotel you would choose down there? Well, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to do that uh, that particular weekend. But mm. if you wanted to, you could go, you could about 300 bucks for a round-trip airfare. You get in that stadium for 60 70 150 bucks, mm. yeah, and 100, mm. 100 bucks for a good ticket. Yep. Whereas here, if you wanted to go see, uh, say, the 49ers or the Broncos or the Cowboys. Or the Packers. 500 plus just for a ticket. Wow. For a decent ticket. But that's good. Good for me. I'm but do you feel dis- do you feel disrespected uh, as a in other cities? In other words, no. It's just they, they hasn't quite caught on, and and there's not as much tradition. A lot of this comes down to tradition. Bingo. The teams at the top of the list: your Packers, your Cowboys. These are teams that have uh, many years of uh, really passionate followers. A we national national fan base. We haven't been in existence long enough to build a national following yet. So. But I was surprised what the number one team is. That surprised me a lot. It's the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. You know why that makes sense? Because uh, those people are filthy rich. <laughs> oh, there is that. Yeah. Those people. Those Thank wine you, people uh, that are filthy rich, don't you? Bully. Well, they are they just... better than us? Are they better looking? Yeah. Are they sexier? Do they make more money? Probably. So I don't get it. And they're uh, moving the team closer to the richness this year. You know, they opened their new stadium down there in Silicon oh, Valley. Santa Clara Niners. Yeah, they're not even in San Francisco anymore. They had to get closer to the money. Well, I, I guess. I, I, the reason I thought is pretty simple. Um, how great uh, of a population base do they have? San Francisco is the fourth largest city in America, but it's surrounded by probably the biggest sprawl of humanity, um, you know, other than New York and L.A., right? Uh, there are a lot of people there. There's also another NFL team right on the other side of the bay. I mean, they have two teams there. They have well, Oakland. And, I bet the yeah. Raiders are one of the top teams, too, though, right? That's right. Uh, the Oakland Raiders show up. No, they show really? up 21st. Because they've been, well, they've been so bad for so long. Oh. And that's the point. It's about how good the team is lately. Mm-hmm. 49ers were really picked last year to beat us, right? They've been, yeah, they uh, they've been right there in the, the end for the last few years, either in the Super Bowl or knocking on the door. And you've got Chicago Bears, New England Patriots, Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. P- 
Pittsburgh Steelers and Green Bay Packers rounding out that list. Uh, nobody cares when the Jaguars come to town, though. They're the least... Like, that's the easiest. So if I if I was a Jaguars fan, you know how there's always, like, some weird fan who, like, opens up a Jaguar shop uh, oh, in yeah. uh, Tennessee or you know, someplace that makes no sense? Right. <clears throat> and, uh, and then, and like, the, our Seahawk fan was in New York. And if you're that kind of a fan, you could at least go to the game. Jaguars too. came last year, and at the Point Casino, when Spike and the Impalers played out there, I had to give my friend Dana and Kevin a pair of tickets to the Jaguars because I could not sell them online. Mm-hmm. I mean, and every Seahawks ticket was going for more than face value. Okay. I couldn't even get face value for the Jaguars right. last year. 745, good morning. Uh, a friend of mine just walked into the room. Do you have some music, Pedro? I'd like him to stand up. I have not seen him in a while. Stand up there, Dory. Dory's looking very svelte. Yeah, I try. I do what I can, Bob. (laughs) So I'm here to do a 3010 Weight Loss for Life commercial with Spike and Joe. That's right. We We kid you about commercials, but we like to do all those commercials. Really? We love commercials. I didn't know that about you guys. (laughs) (laughs) You know that uh, I I saw an inspirational speech once by um, Paul Harvey Mm -hmm. where he said it was time for radio stations to stop with the songs in a row business and start saying how much they love their advertisers because the advertisers are the lifeblood of your relationship. It's the only reason we have jobs. It's the only reason we have jobs. And the other thing is, though, that their relationship with their customers is what's important. Like, for example, uh, and early on with Paul Harvey, he, you know, turned me on to Bose Radio. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I'm like, this is a fantastic radio. Uh, but I, I would more like it if I knew that he had one at his house. Yeah. No, so it- having you in this morning... I would like to know. <laughs> Just do you really take, shop at Image, et cetera? Take me on a tour of your house, starting in your driveway. Oh man! And I need you to mention every. Oh, cool the first thing, thing I do is I look up at my Jorvi roof. <laughs> and then, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. And then I walk inside, and no, I, no, 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 don't, don't bypass the gutter helmets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on your gutter gutters. helmets, of course. Yeah. Of course, they keep, they keep the leaves and needles out. Right. Yeah. Sure, they do. You bet they do. And, and by the by, fence. by the way, as we you, listen enough so we can yeah. probably do this as for you. But you I want Dory to give us the well, tour. Yeah. He skipped it. He's already inside the house. I mean, when you mm-hmm. drive up that beautiful uh, concrete driveway, well, I'm not sure who put that in for you, but I know that your pet's in the yard because of the invisible fence. Invisible fence. <laughs> 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 star in the yard. Absolutely. Now you know you're amongst friends. We're fans. Then my milk. Guard doors and windows. I look right. through those uh, beautiful, yeah. made for the Northwest. They keep uh, warmth in and crack yeah. heads out. I think we've probably gone far enough here, though. <laughs> I want to see what your lovely wife is wearing. <laughs> well, it's funny because I auditioned for every one of those commercials. <laughs> and I got them all. Yeah. That's right. When Pedro asked me, uh, he said, what song do you uh, do you want played when you come in? And when I was driving in here, I, I was thinking about you guys and your show, and I was thinking how long... You've been on top in Seattle radio, and one of my favorite lines in a Billy Joel song is in that song, Angry Young Man, where one of the lines is, I found that just surviving was a noble fight. 
Wow. I love that line. But I was thinking about that line regarding you guys as I was driving in because you've been doing this for 25 years in Seattle, right? Mm, 25 years uh, with the three of us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I found that Just Surviving was a noble fight. So that was the song that I was thinking about driving in, coming to talk to you. And then when Pedro, I didn't know he needed a song for my intro, but uh, that's the one I mentioned. But it was Mm. my, my little tribute to you guys because you've survived on top for so long here. Thank you, Dory. Yeah. That's nice. You. It's very ironic to me that you're the first person who's not coming in, plugging a website, and actually selling a product. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, to say I'm just here for you, guys. I'm just here for you. <laughs> that's very sweet. Now, uh, I've told the story before that you and I sat in a trailer at a remote. Yes. At a Toyota dealership. And not yes. my favorite Toyota dealership, right. but another one. <laughs> a fine Toyota dealership. On a rainy, dark Saturday. It was a rainy, afternoon. dark Saturday. And I, and I walked in, and you um, took the time to just sit with me and talk to me about your job and what you were doing. Because you were doing talk radio. And I, I, I didn't you... Weren't you on Como for a while, too? No, it's on King 1090. You were a sports 1090, that was it. K-I-N-G. Sports guy at King. Yeah, I was the sports guy. Yeah, I did a, uh, I did a weekend sports talk show. Yeah. I, I talked them into it because they had no ratings on the radio station, and they said it can't hurt. So can't hurt. It's so bad that we should just put him on. Exactly. And it'll be fine. Yeah. It's another thing I auditioned for, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you audition for that, yeah, too? Yeah. No kidding. I still remember the guy telling me that. No, I'm sorry. All right. And you, uh, anyway, you were very kind because I, at the time I was very nervous. I was like, well, I'm going to be very nervous. And you, you said something to me that I never forgot. You said, yes, you will be nervous. Yes, you will have. And you used the word flop sweat. Mm-hmm. Do you remember flop sweat? Oh, yeah. Yes. Tell people what flop sweat is. Flop sweat is uh, what I get about 11.59 every, every you morning. You still get it. Now, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm always paranoid. And I, you know, like you guys, I way over prepare for the show. I always assume that the Internet's going to go down and that all the phone lines are going to crash. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure I have enough to do a three-hour show mm-hmm. with absolutely no tools. And, and it's just paranoia that drives that. But, it, you know, you just over because In you other words, and by the way, I've heard even like Madonna, not to compare you to Madonna, mm-hmm. I think you, you know, she auditioned for a lot of those things. You got all those products. Yeah, I have a much Madonna, better product. Madonna, forget a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Madonna used to say, uh, and you, you, Madonna's your jam. Madonna used to say that she was nervous before she went on stage, even at the height of her fame, because there was a certain amount of, um, it's good to be a little bit on edge before yeah. you crack the mic. Yeah, paranoia. Paranoia is, is a wonderful motivator. Mm. So, you guys? That was really funny. <laughs> What's Madonna that? for Madonna Gunner. Gunner. <laughs> I ate needles. <laughs> I ate needles. I ate his boyfriend's <laughs> 24 years old with their abdomen. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. Man. That's a um, good one. So, uh, here we sit. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, we're counting down the last shows. Three, two, one. Are there any questions you have for us? Well, I got a topic. Yeah. I got a topic for you sure. guys because I'm always trying to think of topics for my show. Yeah. Where will Bob's audience go? Talk amongst yourselves. I want to know your mount because you're a radio historian. And I think that when we chronicle the greatest shows in Seattle radio history, you guys are going to be up there. Who would you put on your Seattle radio Mount Rushmore? Hmm. Who, are the, who are the performers that you would put at the top? Well, I'd leave room 
for those that are still on the air. So I'm not going to mention anybody who's still on the air. Okay. Fair enough. He's... No, I'm, no, I'm not fishing. <laughs> He's not because, fishing. No, no I like agree. No, I'm the first one who question. came here with a topic I, to talk yeah. about. I think that, I mean, are we... And by the way, Jody said after uh, after John left, left, Jody said, I was trying to be really nice and not say that Robin was a bitch because Robin was a bitch. I never oh, said that off yeah. the mic. Oh, but, I could hear it yeah. in your voice as I was driving in. I was Believe very generous, me. though. And, and by the way, she was, definitely, she was definitely a challenging person to get along with, but she's on that mountain. Uh, as the biggest female uh, radio personality in the history of Seattle, I think. Uh, and I, uh, who else? Well, Pat O'Day. Did, I think you got to put Pat O'Day up there. By the way, there's already a rock up there that looks like Pat O'Day, so you hardly even <laughs> yeah, have to carve right. it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it boy, happens to be his liver. I'm not, oh. I'm not so sure. The ones that have been on the air, uh, it's certainly um, Pat Cashman. Uh, I'm not hearing much agreement no, on that. No. Uh, Pat's who I started with on the air. Yeah. My, my uh, first Larry Nelson. Bill Yend, you might have to put up yeah. there. He did it for a long, long time. Yeah, he's definitely deserving. Uh, where is he right now? I don't know. I think he's just playing golf. He's, Living the good life. And he does do some commercials. I still hear Bill. See, that's what I want to do. I want to kind of yeah. get in, swoop in there. Ah, ah. <laughs> I'm authority to hear my crow as I do some commercials. The guys of my era when I was growing up here in this town, uh, Gary Lockwood and Charlie Brown were two of the You know what? That's biggest. right. Uh, and they were a little preceded me, but uh, legendary. So it would be hard. You know what I would do? Because hmm. you know the kind of person I am. Uh, I would be paranoid and freak out about it, and it would be an awesome responsibility, and I'd have a hard time figuring it out. So I'd get a committee of really good people together, and we'd all, like, do a secret ballot. And because there's, you know, Mount Rushmore has how many st- how many statues? Six. On? Four. Four clowns. Only four? Four. <laughs> Well, this is why we can't have you just right. doing a talk show. You have to be willing to take the controversy oh, yeah. that the, comes with taking a stand. I know. Bob. And by the way, that's my, that's my, you know me, we've talked about this. That's my thing against politics is, mm-hmm. first off, I, I can't take that. Like when politics happens, it's like one side or the other side. And right. you're a wuss if you can't pick a side. Right. And I can't because my opinion changes right. uh, throughout the day. And uh, and so I'd be terrible at political talk. <laughs> well, you, even uh, this conversation is politically charged. I mean, Mount Rushmore, people all the time, oh, you've got to put Reagan on Mount Rushmore. I mean, right. Reagan, Mount Rushmore is perfect. you got Martin Van Buren, mm-hmm. um, Reagan, Clinton from the waist down. <laughs> these, are great, these, are, these are truly America's great, great leaders. That's awesome. You know? A lot, yeah. of, lot of great stuff. nominees on text, and I would not disagree. Jim French, a guy who did yeah. the greatest theater of the mind radio probably ever in Seattle. Ichabod Kane. Co-workers of ours, Kathy Faulkner and Steve Slayton. Yeah. Uh, and, and here's what this – eventually you mention all the people you love, and I've been inviting all the people I love onto the show. Mm-hmm. So I guess that is, in a way, my Mount Rushmore, and you're on it, Dory. Oh, you're sweet. Yeah. Now, I need something to clean that mountain with. Can you recommend a good product? Because it's a, <laughs> there's a bunch of moss up there. Is there something I can spray to get moss off yeah, my I'll, roof? Yeah, I'll, I'll get an endorsement deal okay. before the end of the show, believe What's, me. What do you pay full price for? What's the, what <laughs> what, what does Dory pay full price for? <laughs> Guns. 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 We don't do gun endorsements on Bonneville Station. Well, or or, or liquor, pay, yeah. We pay full price. Oh guns, 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 and more guns. At the, guns. Casino, at the <laughs> casino, he pays full price, too. Oh, yeah, 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 at the day. craps table, I always pay yeah, full price. Yeah. Uh, uh, and a great company you work for, and you guys have been always wonderful to me, and I enjoyed uh, when I got to fill in, and all the people over there have been uh, tremendous. I'm really good friends. Dory Monson in the afternoons. 
uh, on Cairo. And uh, thanks a lot for being a good buddy. And I'll have time to visit now, and you won't have time. But... Yeah, but we'll make time. We'll absolutely right. make time. Well, I want to wish all you guys the best because uh, you guys are the greatest. And uh, my wife, my oldest daughter is working, and she has fallen in love with your show just in the last few months. And uh, both them send their love because they are going to miss you guys gigantically. Thank you so much. Sweet. 7.57. Up next, Pedro. What do you got, Pedro? Do you have any jokes for me? Uh, not today. I'm still um, kind of sick. You know, last week uh, he wrote like a page that. of jokes, and I was like, oh, the jokes are back. Keep writing jokes every day. Sorry. <laughs> crickets, crickets. He's how, how Ill, s- Pedro, I want to know what's wrong with you. You've been hiding something from us. Yes, uh, I've been hiding for something very sad. The Bob Rivers Show on 95.7 KJR. Now the Seattle forecast. Some morning clouds on Wednesday. A few sunbreaks in the afternoon. It will be cooler with highs in the 70s. And looking ahead to the weekend, it warms back up again. Upper 70s and lower 80s with mostly sunny conditions. I'm meteorologist Jim Guy in the King 5 Weather Center. This report is brought to you by Delta Dental of Washington. Make sure a dental checkup is in your back-to-school checklist. Schedule your appointment today and teach your kids the importance of good health, offering you the most choice to find your favorite dentist. Delta Dental of Washington. Get in with Delta Dental. I'll tell you one sponsor I do love doing commercials for. In fact, I I feel like I do one every time I tell anybody where to go buy a bed because it's all true. Sleep Country USA is the place to go, and they make it a real no-brainer because, for one, they give you 100 days to find a lower price. It's the 100-day low price guarantee. How can you beat that? Well, if you can beat that, they will beat that price by 5% and refund you the difference. They also give you 100 nights to make sure that mattress isn't perfect. I had an example once where I bought one for my daughter a couple years ago. She slept on it two months, decided it was too big for her room. She wanted a smaller one. No problem. They came back. They exchanged it out. No questions asked. Sleep Country USA is the place to go, and right now the triple choice sale is on, so it's a really good time to get in there and take advantage of deals on the Tempur-Pedic mattress. That's the one in our bedroom, in my daughter's bedroom, and in our guest room. Sleep Country USA, triple choice sale. Why buy a mattress anywhere else? Looking for fantastic fun? Then come to Muckleshoot Bingo. With three live sessions every day, there are plenty of chances for you to win. Muckleshoot Bingo has 400 Vegas-style gaming machines.